Hello, everybody. Welcome back again to another episode of the Fire Pit Podcast. My name is Brian, and I will be your host again for this evening's lovely episode. Uh, today, I want to go off topic a little bit from video games and talk about something near and dear to my heart. Something that I'm sure a lot of people hold near and dear to their heart, and it is the lovely Game of Thrones. Now, the show is going to be over this year. This is the last season for the show. I know HBO has three, I think it is, spinoff shows ready and uh, well, willing to go. They're all set up. They're, they're getting them all casted and directed and whatever you got to do to get those things ready. Uh, but the, the main story itself that got us all loving the series, it's over. Now, I'm a book reader. I've read all the books. I loved all the books. We are, I think, what, three seasons behind in the books. The last book that ended was when uh, Jon Snow gets stabby stabby to the wall. So, um, yeah, well, FYI, for people who have not caught up to the show, people who have not read the books, please turn away now if you don't want to hear anything. I would like to be talking today about a lot of the fun and interesting Game of Thrones theories that I have heard over my time. I'm sure a lot of you have heard some theories, and a lot of us have all heard of some theories. Some of us we think to be true, some of us we hope to be true, some of them we know are so far out there it's not going to be true, but we still kind of really want them to be true. So, again... I'm about to talk about some Game of Thrones jazz that you guys might not want to hear about. So if there's something you're worried about, if you haven't seen the show, you don't want to hear anything, please turn away now. But for those of you who are like me, a vicious nerd of Game of Thrones, uh, stay tuned. We're going to talk about some fun stuff coming up. Okay, now before we get into it, like usual, you guys can at me on Twitter. It is www.twitter.com slash Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, sets, S-E-T-S, fire, F-I-R-E. And I, like usual, will be online on Twitch playing my video games because I do that way too often. My wife gets mad at me, but my Twitch handle is uh, twitch.tv slash sets, S-E-T-S, fire, F-I-R-E. I'm currently running through some Devil May Cry against my better judgment. Now, that will be another podcast episode later on. If you listen to my previous ones, I was talking about how I'm not excited for Devil May Cry 5 to come out. I got it. It was free, so I didn't spend any money on it, so I'm holding true to myself. But it's really good. I, I, I don't want... God damn it, it's really good. I don't want it to be, but it is. Uh, okay, getting back to it. Game of Thrones. Here's some Game of Thrones theories that I've come across. A few that I really like, a few I'm not really too shit hot about. And some that are just kind of really cool... Little, little cool things that could have happened in the series that, you know, people are just taken out of it. Uh, the one theory I have that I like the most, that I wish to be true, and I know it's not going to be because it's way too far-fetched, is the Ned Stark is alive theory. Now, in season one, Ned Stark gets his head lopped off for uh, taking the, the fall for attempting to kill Joffrey, even though he didn't. But the, that, that was, was what happened and what set the catalyst of the, the whole show, basically, about all the kings standing up. And now if you look at the show, um, you, you notice that now this, now this is the, the fun part. George R. R. Martin, the author of the books, is also creative director and producer for the show. So things that happen in the show when it's pertaining to the story don't get done without his approval. So you never know. Again, this could be far-fetched. This could not be. We don't know. But the thing that a lot of people were freaking out over is they were trying to see what Ned Stark said. He mumbled something to himself before he got his head cut off. Apparently, there's a group of people out there that, that went through and they're like these ex-CIA like language analysis people that are trying to look at him and see, uh, read his lips and see exactly what he said. They cross-analysed it with a lot of phrases that was in Game of Thrones that people would say. And what they determined is he said was Valor Mogolis, which is the, the whole Bravosi um all men must die slang that's that's their thing right when you say that you know you're a bravosi or you're a house of black and white or you're the one the house of undying people 
uh, nonetheless, a very important person, and that's their common saying. So the theory is, and this is my fun theory, that uh, Cyril Ferrelli, for those of you who remember Cyril Ferrelli, he's the blade dancer from Bravos who was teaching Arya how to, how to sword fight. You never see him actually die. Now, he gets into the fight. He protects her. She runs away. You hear him get into a fight with one of the King's Guard, but you never see him actually die. The theory out there that I read was in the dungeon, right before Now is about to get his head lopped off, he and Cyril Ferrelli switched spots. He got safe passage for Ned to get out of the kingdom while Cyril Ferrelli took his identity and got his head lopped off for him just to keep Ned alive because there's more that Ned's going to need to do in this war to come. I don't think that the the honorable best Ned Stark was to die the way that he did. And I still don't think he did. But that's just me because I'm a huge Stark fan. But... There he is, he goes, he does that, Cyril Ferrelli gets his head cut off, he's dead, and Jacker Hogan, who's been protecting Arya this whole time, teaching her how to fight and where to go, may have been Ned Stark the entire time, assuming the role of one of the House of Undying people. That's a fan theory, we're not sure. Uh, the, the one I read it, I thought was really cool, is, is if that theory is true, the fun thing that would be that I would like um, is... The last thing Ned said to John before they left for the wall in season one is Ned said, when I see you next, we will talk about your mother. I'll tell you everything. And that was it. They never saw each other again after that. Now, wouldn't it be crazy as if Jon Snow wins this fight, seriously dies. He goes to King's Landing. Him and Daenerys are running the kingdom. Now it's theirs. He goes down into the dungeon to, just to kind of like look at the dungeon like ah, this is where my father was this is it and uh and then he's dead um and then all of a sudden ned stark an older kind of beaten up ned stark comes walking out of the shadows and he's like hey son let's talk about your mother and then boom end of the show i thought that would be amazing but again i'm a stark fanatic i'm a stark house stark all the way so i'm always gonna think that's gonna be the one i want to get that's one theory people have. Another theory that people have been having lately is that Arya is actually dead. Now, there's, uh, I think it's in season six when Arya is doing the husband dying thing. She's constantly in that fight with the waif, that girl, that little blonde girl that's trying to uh, impress Jack or Hogan as well. And she's doing everything Jack or Hogan says. Arya's doing everything against it. Now, there's one little part in that show uh, or in that season when the waif dresses up as an old lady and she goes after Arya and she stabs her a couple times in the stomach. Now, the theory is. Arya goes and she she goes to that circus for the the lady she's supposed to kill. She never ends up killing her. They patch her up. She gets into a fight with the girl in the dark in the alleyway, and then uh, Arya comes walking back out and she's all bloody, whatever. And the waif supposedly is dead. You never actually see that shit go down, right? You hear the fight, you hear the darkness, and Arya comes walking out, prevailing, and then she has a new face for the wall of the undying people, which is the wave's face and you see it's bloody that's on the brick and stuff like that and she meets jack or hogan and he goes find the girls become nobody which is good maybe the theory that they have is jack or hogan and his group of the high uh the undying people they're still trying to influence the the war of westeros they're still trying to influence what happens over there because ev evidently whatever happens over there is going to affect them in bravos right so they needed to go a certain direction least control the chaos and have an inside man to see what's going on so the theory is that the waif's face that's on the rock she took off herself 
and then she's wearing Arya's face and put the, her own face up, then that's the th that's why he said finding the girls become nobody. So the face you originally have, your actual face, is actually gone, and you're no longer who you are. You're finally nobody because you can be whoever you want now because you'll never have your face back. That's another theory that people have. I it, there's a lot of legitimacy to that. If you look at the history of it and you look at the the facts, it, it that does sound kind of Game of Thronesy. You never know. I hope it's not true, but I love Arya. She's the best, but that's a theory that they have too. And there's another, this, is, this isn't so much a theory as much as it would have been a cool fact um, that takes place back when uh, Arthur Dane and uh, Ned Stark had their sword fight at the, oh, what is it? The, uh, what was the name of the castle? Castle Joy, I think it was called, where Lyanna Stark was pregnant with Jon Snow. So the one thing is, Arthur Dane was always supposed to be there no matter what. Now, Arthur Dane's character in the books and in the show is he's the greatest swordsman in Westeros. Far better than Jamie Lannister, far better than Jon Snow, far better than any of the swordsmen that ever walked the earth, ever. He was the greatest. That's why he was Rhaegar's number one uh, soldier, his companion, his best friend, everything. Why would you not want to have that guy with you on the battlefield? Rhaegar died at the Red River, I think it was called. Uh, no, um... Oh. The forks, the pikes, the trident, the trident, it was the trident. Uh, he died the trident and Arthur Dane wasn't there. So I'm like, what the hell? How would you not have your best sword with you? Doesn't make any sense, right? So the reason why is now this is a fun theory is they expected that loss to happen. And Rhaegar wanted to make sure Lyanna and the child were protected. So he kept Arthur Dane there to talk with Ned. Ned, even though Ned is a warrior and he wants his sister back, he's literally willing to kill anybody to get his sister back. He's also the most reasonable man in Westeros. So he would listen to reason from Arthur Dane. If Arthur Dane's there by himself with one other guy and he's talking to him and saying, hey, listen, Rhaegar wanted us to be here because we need to talk to you about what the shit's going down. Uh, uh, Ned Stark would believe that because he knows it to be true because he's a he's a he's a battle guy too right so he knows the importance of having your number one sword with you on the field now the theory has it is Arthur Dane was supposed to tell him everything let him know that Leon and him were in Rhaegar were in love that they had the child John and in the books potentially has a twin sister which might be Yara from the north but that's nothing we can touch on later um and, and Arthur's character himself was actually supposed to be protecting John for his entire life. Now, here's another weird theory I'm throwing it on top of that. The one theory I have that I really, really, really like and I think is true in the books, it's definitely very more pivotal than it is in the show that um, Ment's Rider is Rhaegar Targaryen. So you never find Rhaegar's battle or body at the Battle of the Trident. He's gone and he gets wished away in the water. You never see him again. And then Men's Rider magically appears beyond the wall. Now, the one thing that they do have in common is a lot of people are saying how Men's Rider sings a lot of Westeros songs. And one thing that they said in the show in the book several times is Rhaegar loved singing to people about Westeros songs. Then he's got the long golden hair in the books. He's got long golden hair like Rhaegar Targaryen, long golden hair. His age, Men's Rider's age, would make him appropriate to the same age of Rhaegar Targaryen. Now, if he didn't die of the Trident, supposedly he didn't. The theory has it 
because in the books and even in the show it meant writer references how oh i can sneak past your flimsy wall i was at house winterfell when all your brothers and sisters were born he said that to johnson several times because he is a westeros guy he no one would think any the wiser of him if he came across the wall he looks like somebody that's from that that part of the world on the fact he's got the blonde hair rubs some dirt into it and now he got dark hair so the theory was that Rhaegar is supposed to lead his army to the Trident, stop the forces, and then skate out as fast as he can, meet up with Arthur Dane later, once Arthur told Ned about what was going on with Jon, so the two of them, Arthur and, and Mens Rider, or Rhaegar Targaryen, could be the ones that protect Jon this entire time, with the guidance of Ned the entire time. They go to the castle, and they all be buddies together, they grow up together. Well, I don't know why Ned would approve of that, because of the war and anything, but it's the fact that his sister could still be alive, and he's doing the right thing by saving a child. So that was the theory of with Arthur Dane. And if you notice in the show and in the uh, in the books, I don't think they've touched on the fight in the books between Ned and Arthur. Uh, the the Blood Raven tells Bran when he sees him, Bran's like, he's faster than my father. He goes, he is. He goes, he's a better swordsman than my father. He goes, a far better swordsman. He goes, but my father beat him. How did he beat him? Because Arthur Dane was holding back all of his blows. He was toying with 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 ned stark because what he wanted to do was keep ned alive while all the time killing the rest of the people with him so as less people to know the true secret about it because if more people knew about what john snow was the more people would try to kill him because of robert's anger with with all this so he wanted to keep ned alive and keep him <coughs> excuse me uh keep the fight going long enough to kill everybody else off but keep just ned alive and at the very end you see him was going up for a final blow but he was kind of like holding it back and then he gets stabbed in the neck so that's one theory about Mince Rider and, and Arthur Dane that could have turned the tides for a lot of this story, but you never know. Another theory, too, is uh, that Tyrion is a third Targaryen. Uh, that one has been going around for quite some time uh, because they often said in the books and in the show that Tyrion's mother was very fond of the Mad King himself because Tywin Lannister used to be the Hand of the King to the Mad King while his mom and 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 Tyrion's mom and, and Tywin's wife would often run off with her and do whatever thing. Now they mentioned the book several, several times that the reason why that that the Targaryens often mate with each other is because their bloods only match with each other, which is why John and Daenerys getting on isn't gonna be a bad thing. They might actually be able to produce an heir. And I think that's one theory how I think the show's gonna end. But the reason why uh she couldn't have a baby with Khal Drago is because her blood matches doesn't match with anybody else's and made a monster and it died. So that's why Tyrion came out a dwarf because her blood doesn't match the Targaryens and that's why she dies. They said in the book often people who get pregnant by Targaryen women would often die in childbirth because their bodies just can't handle it. So the theory has it is that he is a son of the Mad King Targaryen which would make him the next in line for the throne over anybody and the another theory that have long to support that is the amount of dragons that are alive are the amount of dragons that usually have a rider available for it so Daenerys is one of them John's the other one and when you saw the show you see Tyrion go in the cage and the dragons didn't attack him when he unleashed the the hook around their neck to let them free None of them attacked him. None of them did anything. He said, don't eat your master, right? And pulled the pin and they, they got free and he walked away and everything was fine. Because they know who he is. They know his bloodline. They know that he's a Targaryen. He's got Targaryen blood in him. So they let him go and they let him live. 
that's a fun theory to think of. A lot of people stew on that and they're not sure. But who wouldn't love to see Tyrion sit on that throne? He said over and over and over and over and over again how he does not want to sit on that throne. Wouldn't it be ironic for him to be the last one left alive that is legitimately to be on that throne? I think that'd be insane. Another theory I have, this is my theory, nothing to support it other than the fact that I'm watching the show and reading the books. I think Daenerys is going to kill Jon. Just, it, it seems like she has done everything she can to come to Westeros and reclaim her throne. She wants to be queen of the Seven Kingdoms. That's always been her goal. She's done everything she could in Bravo. She did everything she could in, in Marine. She freed all the slaves. She got the, the whole Khaleesi army. She brought the wild horsemen over. The, she's done everything she can. She's going to sit on the Iron Throne when they finally realize that Jon Snow is actually Aegon Targaryen and he is the rightful heir to the throne because he is Rhaegar's oldest son. So he would be the rightful heir because it goes by the sons, not by brothers and sisters if there's one available. I think they're going to find that out. And I think Daenerys is going to get all pissy. He's going to sit on the throne. And as soon as he does, she's going to walk up and stab him in the neck or stab him in the heart because they've made a reference between Jon and Daenerys. When Daenerys asked him, you know, you, your, your hand of the king said he, you took a knife to the heart already once. What does that mean? And he's like, oh, don't worry about it. No big deal. It's a Friday. I'm Jon Snow. I get stabbed all the time. So I have a feeling she might stab him in the heart and make sure there's nobody there that can bring him back and uh, burden his body, and then he will be gone. And then she'll finally get her kingdom the way she wanted, nobody else in the way, and it's all hers. So you see a little bit of Khaleesi at the end, or uh, not Khaleesi, Cersei in her at the end. You know, like why Cersei does what she does, is, and that's one there. Um, that's a theory I have. Uh, uh, like I said, nothing solid to support it. I just have a feeling the whole bittersweet thing that, that he's talking about, that might be one of the directions that it's going i don't know there, there's many different ways um let me see here uh, so there's another thing that they they, they they touch in the book but they haven't touched in the show is uh yorin Greyjoy. he he's been missing from the iron islands for so long because he got banished and he was kicked out but he also started traveling across the world he's trying to find this magical horn now in the in the book he has the horn and he talks often about how he's trying to come across the sea to marry daenerys targaryen because apparently, if you blow the horn, it makes any dragon come to you. And you are their master now. It calls to them, and they can't deny it. So no matter what Daenerys does, the, they will go to him. So his whole agenda in the book is to go over, be wed, or be troth, or be witch. I don't know whatever the fuck he wants to do, to Daenerys to get her to love him, marry him, so he can get close to the dragons blow the horn and all of a sudden he's got this massive armada now that's not something they've touched on in the show at all they haven't mentioned anything about that he after eventually i'm going after Cersei, which i don't know why but that's the way they're doing it so i don't know if they're going to touch on that in the show if they do um they're gonna have to do it really fast uh, i know there's some some shit going on in the show with him going after uh all the uh the other ships and he said he was leaving but he he didn't he came back and killed everybody so who knows the, the, the book might end up different completely different from the show if he does have that horn and it does end up working it's going to turn the direction of that the book a, a lot and it'd be cool because Orin's a cool character i really like him you know he's a badass on bitch i i really do like him uh so another theory one that one's been spinning around for a very long time that i know people think of and they hate or they like but to me, he's my least favorite character. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't get into Bran. I just, I can't. And I know the end of this is all going to be about him. 
It just seems like it, but I just don't like him. I've never liked him. Um, but the theory has it that Bran is Night King himself. So in, in the show, you see the one scene when he's uh, they're with the forest people. They're underneath. All those White Walkers are around him. He goes to be the Three-Eyed Raven, and he sees the Night King, but he's, he's in the area where the Night King is right at that present time. Then he turns around, the Night King's looking at him. He grabs Bran by the arm, and he gets pulled out, and that was it. So he can not only influence the past by talking to people like he did with Hodor, or when he, sailed, when he yelled at his father at the, uh, the Arthur Dane fight, but he can actually touch things in the past move things do things what's to say he can't stay into somebody else's body at a current present in time and become that person from then on so the one theory that has it is bran grows up to be very old and once he gets very old he goes back into his three-eyed raven again becomes the night king and lives out his life as night king for thousands of years and does all this stuff on his own because he knows how it's going to end so because he sees how it's going to end and what's going to happen he goes in to become the night king overtakes that guy's body and tries to guide it in a different direction to make it more amicable for everybody so it's not just the white walkers taking over everything he's trying to do this for a reason and and i don't know i don't know what the end game for that's going to be but that is a good theory a lot of people are looking at that brain is night king and has been the night king all along and i, I like it it's a cool twist uh, it'd be really hard for all the Starks like Arya and Sansa to kill their own brother to stop it, but I don't know if they even can, but it, it'd be cool to throw it that way. Um, the, an, another one is, is the, the, the White Walkers, a good theory that, that people have is the White Walkers are a means to an end that they are necessary, that they're supposed to be there and they're going to win this fight and they're going to live. It's kind of like nature's way of taking over. You know that they see the greed of man and the and the cruelty of man and all this needless fighting for whatever the white walkers have been uh, like now this goes back to the theory of the books from thousands of years ago there was a pact made between the night king and the kings of the world where they said listen build this wall we'll stay on this side you guys stay on that side and unless you guys start running amok of the place we're going to stay where we are now the reason why that they've come up because they see how the people treat the wildlings who are supposed to be there to help the white walkers the entire time but end up turning on them because the greed of man just throws people over the wildlings wall and then they become wildlings and that's it right from the the black watch so i guess the theory has it is that the white walkers themselves are the cure for mankind mankind is getting too corrupt and too abrupt and too rude and creed with each other so what they're going to do is they're going to come in they're going to clean sweep everybody leaving a certain few alive like certain few groups alive and people alive and then go let the world repopulate itself from there they're basically going to run in go to king's land and look at everybody else all right you guys are it relax take it easy we're coming back and they're going to turn around they're going to leave that's one theory that people have that's a little far-fetched theory for me to think of i'm not a big fan of it, but you never know in the series of game of thrones now the one theory i have well, not I have a few people have talked about it, and it's not widely known. I would really, really, really like this theory to happen because it, it, it plays into so many things that that of, of what this story is meant to be and what the story is, could be and everything else. Now, the theory is that now this this plays on the, on the uh, the bittersweet ending, and it plays on the song of a fire and ice. And it plays on the song of the king of the north and the, the king of the seven kingdoms and everything. The theory is Jon Snow will become the Night King. So we know that he can fight the Night 
King. We know that he can fight the walkers. He can kill the walkers. He's already been brought back to life once. So the theory has it. The Song of Fire and Ice is going to be the love between Daenerys and Jon. They can't be with each other because they have to be opposite of each other. It's going to end up to be the... They always predicate a lot of their fights in Game of Thrones of... Don't let my army fight your army. Just me versus you. The old way, right? The old way. Whoever wins, wins the other guy's army. And then he's the leader and he gets to do what he wants with it. What if the only way that Jon Snow can win against the Night King is to become a walker himself? Since he's already been dead and back, maybe there's nothing there to attach to him to give him full control over Jon Snow, right? Look what happened with Benjen Stark. He became dead hands or cold hands, right? In the book, he's still very, very much alive, but he's a white walker. Like, he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink. He's slowly decaying, but he's basically immortal. But he can't go past certain areas or do certain things. What if that's the same thing that's going to happen to Jon Snow? Maybe that's a Stark thing or a Targaryen thing, something in their bloodline that makes him easier to fight off that cold because he's a true Targaryen. So I, I thought, and this is a theory I really like. I think it'd be amazing. It's going to be this massive fight. Everybody in Winterfell is going to die. Everybody in the Iron Island is going to die. And it's going to be them retreating back to the, to the King's Landing. It's going to be them retreating to Cersei for help. And she's going to be attacking the entire time. And Jon's going to have to go up to the Night King and say, listen, bitch, you and me, one-on-one, mano e mano, winner takes all, then we're going to go. So it's going to be them fighting. Night King's going to stab John. Everyone's going to think it's over. And then John's going to get back up and be like, bitch, I'm already dead. You can't kill what's already dead. Then he's going to go after John or go after the Night King with his Valerian steel, kill his ass. All of a sudden, he's now a White Walker because it's trying to take over him, but he can't. So he becomes a half walker. And then he's now in control of the army. That's the way it works there, right? You kill the leader of the person who turned the White Walker. They all die or either that way they'll all die or since he becomes a white walker himself and then kills him he now assumes the leadership role and then he stops the advancing army and he turns them around and he marches them right back over the wall maybe help rebuild things along the way he gets a control now they're his right but because of that he has to stay beyond the wall he will still be the king of the north right that's the one thing king of the north king of the north he's meant to be a king but and they're both targaryens but they can't rule in the same place at the same time. He needs to monitor and take care of what's going on in the north as the Night King now. And he'll be able to do it for the rest of eternity. While Daenerys takes care of everything in the kingdom. Since she's the pure one, the nice one, the honest one. She will be able to bring the greed of man back away. Like clean everything up. Make it honest again. Make people right again. While Jon keeps his army up north. And stays up there and monitors that from any kind of attacking invaders or anything else. That's a theory I... And that's the bittersweet part, right? That's the bittersweet part. Yes, John wins. The Night Walkers are gone. They're going to leave everybody alone now. But John has to go with them. You can't get that happy ending of John being the king of all and him being married to Daenerys. There is a theory of the Old Testament they were talking about of a king and queen that were separated from each other for for a lengthy period of time. And every time they got together, wars and fights and, and famine and all that stuff would ensue. Maybe this is one that story rebuilding itself. You never know. Um, that's all I got for now. That's a bunch of theories I had. Some of my favorite ones. There's a few other ones out there too about uh, 
uh, what's his name? Azor, Azur Aholor, I forget his name. It's like his mystical weapon, the guy who killed his queen, his wife, to trap her soul into a sword that stopped the first Night King. Um, there, there's that person may have been reborn as a person, not a weapon, and they're thinking it could be uh, either Jamie Lannister or the Hound. But in the books, the Hound's dead, so I don't know. Uh, there's many different ways that that goes from, but uh, the only thing you can do is you can sit back and watch the show to find out how it's going to end. The show airs real soon, it's April I think 17th, and uh, I know the first two episodes are going to be 80 minutes long each, and every episode after that is going to be 120 minutes long. And it's only six episodes for the season, which I'm okay with. I'm looking forward to the new uh, series that they got coming out. I'm looking forward to this finally being over because I want some goddamn closure. I want to know what's going to happen. And even though I don't want it to finish, we'll always have them. We can always rewatch it, but I want to see this story finish. I'm very excited for the book to come out, and I'm mad that it hasn't come out yet. I'm mad that the book is like three fucking seasons behind the goddamn show, but whatever. Sorry for starting to get upset with this shit. But that, those are some fan theories I had of Game of Thrones. I don't know if you guys like them or if you guys have some other theories, please message me on it. I love talking Game of Thrones. This will not be my only Game of Thrones podcast. As soon as the show comes out, I guarantee I'll be doing a breakdown of every episode, what I took from it and go from there. So like usual, everybody, thank you very much for hanging out with me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, come in and talk to me on Twitter. Again, it's www.twitter.com slash brian sets fire or chat on me on twitch that's twitch.tv slash sets fire and we can all hang out there okay thank you very much everybody have yourselves a great day lovely evening good afternoon i don't know when you're listening to us but listen to it please leave a like comment tell me what i'm doing right or wrong tell me what you want to hear and we'll go from there all right guys have a good day thank you very much